Hello, welcome back. How's it going? I guess I will start because I know this is like a burning question that people are going to ask. Why don't I say the name of my podcast, Mindset Voice, um, in the beginning? I don't know. I just stop saying it because I think it sounds cheesy and I think it sounds like... I think it sounds like boring and I don't like... One of my New Year's resolutions... Um, was to uh, not only speak up more, but to um, uh, not be so rigid in my ways. So I am a Scorpio sun and Scorpio is fixed water. I have a lot of, and I'm a Capricorn moon and Capricorn is a cardinal sign, but also tends to be super rigid as well. And um, I know how rigid my sorry I know okay like I this there's no cars out here right now and it's just the little amount of cars that are here just are weird and don't know how to drive anyways so I'm trying to be all that to say I'm trying to be less rigid and um so I'm trying to like switch up things I'm trying to stay fluid and it's actually easier than I thought. I just have to let go, um, which is pretty easy because I've been doing the work, right? I've been doing the work to let go. I've been clearing out my basement. I've been um, really doing, making the effort to empty out these really fucked up ideals that I have and really stuck on some things I'm just never going to budge on. Um, just because that's who I am. And if I'm completely fluid in everything and anything, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what I'd be. Um, and I'm okay with unknown and all of that stuff, but I like the stuff that I want to keep about myself. I like, I enjoy. And, um, like, I don't care if I don't get rid of it. So, yeah, I, I just, there's just so much work that I've done throughout the year. So being fluid is actually easier than I thought. Being less anxious is actually easier than I thought. Um, there are little things, tweaks here and there that I'm, I can make to be less anxious, to understand that um, holding on to things really doesn't benefit me at all. And usually when I hold on to like people, um, it's, or a memory or something like that, it's because I'm lonely and I recognize that right away. I recognize that, oh, you want to text this person? Oh, you want to think about this person? You want to go see that person? You want to do whatever? All of these things are because you're lonely and, or you're bored, but I'm rarely ever bored. So lonely and emotional are you PMSing? What's going on in the sky? There's so many reasons that I give myself as to why this reality that I'm feeding into right now is not actual reality. It's just a feeling that I'm feeling and it'll go away. And once I start to like analyze it, once I really start to reflect, like, is this something I need to be feeling right now? The feeling's gone. So I annoy the feelings out of me. That's how annoying I am. I'm down with that, whatever. Anyways, so I'm recording this episode in the 
dark. I usually record in the day. I like to record in the day more. Um, but I'm recording this at night. It felt like it was fitting. Um, I think this is the third or fourth episode that I'm doing regarding this topic. I feel like every time I record this episode, I leave shit out. I'm way more scared to go into the topics that I want to go into. But I think right now, at this point in my life, I'm ready to speak. I'm, I'm ready to like take a, like it's Scorpio season. I'm ready to kind of do this. Oh my God. So there's just like major intersection near my house and there's like a bunch of cops, which isn't like abnormal for where I live. But I don't know what's going on. There's like, there's so many cops. I think it's an accident. I don't know. It's Thursday night, bro. Like, and it's quarantine and everything's shut down. Like, what are we doing here? But anyways, it's cool. I'm, I'm cool with it. Like, I don't care. I mean, I care. I want to know. I hope everything's all right. Anyways, so I want to talk about the girlfriend experience. I want to talk about what that means. And I want to talk about sex in the age of the internet, sex work a little bit, OnlyFans, um, these different like topics, right? Uh, under the umbrella of sex, sexuality. Again, I want to reiterate that this is a topic, and I've said this in many of my episodes, this is a topic that is super taboo in my culture, super fucking um, hidden in my culture. Nobody talks about it. Nobody wants to talk about it, even younger people. Um, I remember always having friends and always having people around me that I can openly talk about sex with. It's not a taboo topic for me in my friends group. It never has been. Um, I've always felt really ashamed of it still. Um, never really confident in my sexuality. Always wanted to be seen as um, the marrying kind in my culture, so sex was not something that was ever on the table for me. Um, I always did whatever the guy wanted me to do. However he wanted me to be, I sort of mimicked that. I killed myself to completely repress myself, and I know every single girl does that too in my culture. I know it, for, for, like, or has done that. And they've and continue to do that and they don't think it's repression they just don't consider sex or um talking about sex or whatever that is they think it's juvenile they don't think it's important they don't think it's something that needs to be talked about or discussed within our culture and yet they want to have kids that are healthy and um not toxic and understand the world when they're not willing to talk about things that I all I see is cop cars I don't see like cars getting into accidents I don't see shit all I see is like six cop cars in this intersection right now anyways so I talk about I think sex is super important I think um it's the most important thing sexual relations is the most important thing in a romantic relationship fight me
at me. I don't give a fuck. I'll, I'll defend that to the day I die. I don't think, I think everything you do, the foundation is your sexual chemistry, energy, longevity, coming together. Your union is completely based on sexuality, how open you are, how closed you are, how offended you are, how willing to explore you are, how expressive you are, how repressed you are, all of these things, because it's not, it's, we don't work in silos, right? We, everything is connected to everything, right? So the way that you are sexually and the way that you leads to how you see your body and, and where your mind is at, the education that you received, your parents, your family, your culture, all of that shit is all related to that. So it's all related to sex, right? It's all related to it, whether you want to admit it or not. And it's so taboo in our culture, right? But it's such a major thing in our culture too. It's so taboo to talk about it. Bitches don't even want to talk about it to their friends. But it's literally how things, like it's, it's one of the ways that it, it's one of the oldest per, like prostitution sex work is one of the oldest uh, professions in our lifetime so it's 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 weird to me that we have such weird things and uh, weird perspectives on it and weird we don't want to look at it we don't want to look at it directly in the eye but and we don't want to talk about it but it's there and it it underlies everything in our society. And so I want to try my best to break this down. Um, so I guess I want to talk about sex in the age of the internet, right? It's completely accessible to people. Porn is accessible to people. Sex is accessible to people. How to do it, where to do it, who to do it with, when to do it, and everything in between. There is a kink for everyone, right? You're going to find porn for everyone. And to me, that's like the sexual revolution, right? That's, that's a sexual revolution to understand that sex is everywhere and anywhere. And you can, you can know as much as you want about it or as little as you want about it, whatever it is, it's there for you. And that the, the kind of demon side of that, the darker side of that is it's there all the time. You can't avoid it. And so you're, it's kind of ingrained in your DNA if you've lived long enough in this internet era. And you can kind of grow addicted to it, like a lot of things. You can be obsessed with it, like a lot of things. And not really understand, because it's so ingrained in everything that you do, not really understand and be aware of how dangerous and toxic it can actually be. And... And how much of a problem it can be for you. Sex addiction is addiction is a real thing, and I am very much um, a believer in that. I think a lot of people use it as an excuse, but I think it is a real thing, especially among brown men. I think sex is so 
elusive and so like first of all men don't know how to do it most men don't know how to do it well they don't understand anatomy they don't understand orgasm all of that stuff but when it comes to porn right they it's a very big part of a man's life anyways so i was listening to this podcast episode and the guest on it was a sex as a sex worker and she was so smart so articulate so well off and she said that one of her specialties i put that in quotes one of the services that she offers is the girlfriend experience i used to watch a show called the girlfriend experience and it was on a network called stars i think stars still has it but it like i think it got i watched the entire first season in like two days and i think it got picked up for a second season but it it just wasn't the same to me like i just didn't the characters got switched around. It just wasn't the same. This girl enters sex work as a, to be a girlfriend to these rich men. Um, and she does, she plays the experience, right? She, <coughs> excuse me, she goes out with them she goes to dinner with them movies bowling shopping everything has deep conversations with them all of that stuff now they show the darker side because you know not everything is as glamorous um i when i think of those things i think of um and and the girlfriend experience is very relevant that that term is very relevant it makes a lot of sense in our society because there are tons of girls that are providing this experience for what for free and emotionally invested and these men leave them i've done that my whole life i feel i've given myself in every single which way only for a man to leave and go marry somebody else and go commit to somebody else i'm over it i'm good but i'm just telling you like the the girlfriend experience very much exists right so when it comes to a sex worker doing it she gets it's weird because she gets paid for it but i in my opinion i wouldn't have it any other way if i'm giving my time my energy my life to you in you know whatever allotted amount of days i want to be compensated for it you know if i'm investing in you and these these women get emotionally involved to a certain extent we are humans we're not robots and so i want something too you know i know you're giving me a lot but i want like you're giving me your time and your energy and stuff so why not you know capitalize i don't know it it's a it's a cool business model um and then you talk about OnlyFans, which is a subscription based kind of like netflix for sex and you pay you know subscription every month and you get you know videos access to videos and pictures and and whatever that woman or whatever that person decides to have on their menu of services and they get paid for that and OnlyFans is a website that they do that through and then OnlyFans probably gets a cut from that so that's another way of doing it of 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 having sex as a commodity because it already is women are completely sexualized overly fantasized about 
and Instagram is the same way. A lot of high-end escorts are on Instagram, you know, selling services, being flown out to like Dubai and shit by these businessmen and stuff like that. Um, again, there's darker sides to it. Just like every job, there's drawbacks, there's burnout, there's abuse, there's, um, you know, your colleagues are not friendly, workplace problems like you know there's a lot like not compensated enough and um all of these things are they play a role and um just like any other job but why isn't it considered a a job why is it considered so um why is it considered so because sex is involved because sex is only supposed to be for procreation sex is the sacred thing that you do between a man and a woman that are in love all of that is is the oldest way in my opinion of thinking about such a revolutionary progressive fluid thing like sex why are you gonna pin something like sex in this weird box, in this weird structure that it shouldn't be in. Why aren't there ways to express yourself sexually? Why aren't there several ways to express yourself sexually? Why is that such a, a, a foreign concept for people? Why don't people understand that that's the way concepts should be in society they should be given the room and the permission to evolve who are we to stop things like that to put a cap on that to put a ceiling on that why because we don't want to admit a feeling that we feel a way about sex so other people should also be in that school of thought because we're such prudes and we're so stupid and we're so uneducated and we are so um, like a million years old that we are, we are projecting these types of stupid thoughts onto other people. I'm telling you, I, sh I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm 36 this year and I feel like I was born in the wrong era. I, I just don't get it. I don't get people's ways of treating certain topics because they refuse to change. I don't, I don't get it. They refuse to adapt. They refuse to evolve. I don't, I don't understand it. And sex is one of those things where, um, because it's one of the lifelines in our society, in our relationships, in the way that we see ourselves, a healthy sex mind is a healthy mind. And I was listening to these dumb bitches on this podcast, I'm just kidding. And they were like having trouble, you know, like ha having trouble uh, coming up with, not coming up, but like having trouble wording their questions. And, and this guest was so confident and so lovely and so educated and so um, 
self-aware. These, these bitches, just like every other person that doesn't like to talk about sex anymore. Like we used to like, I remember when I was young, we used to talk about sex all the time. We used to talk about like, and then as we got older, especially in my culture, these, these women, as they get older, they, they, they stop talking about it because it doesn't, it's something that you can't talk about, right? Because you want to be known as somebody to marry. That's what these girls want, right? They want to get married. So, and these, in this culture, the way that you come off as marriage material is very specific, right? Because it's based on a man's image that's like a thousand years old. But somehow these fucking states of being and this thinking has passed down to people that are so much more younger and have the potential to change it and do so much better with their lives but they don't take the opportunities they lose the opportunities right they let these opportunities go and so you have these girls that are growing up and so full of potential but then at the end of the day all they want to do is get married all they want to do is find somebody. All they want to do is be worthy of a union. And that's how they make themselves. They, they repress themselves. They've grown up repressed. And they, they, they grow up thinking that A, B, C, there's certain things that they got to do. And, and they don't take time to reflect on how it affects them mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and sexually. They just fall into these fucking molds. Anyways. So in my culture, sex is not talked about. Right? And, and for me, that's a problem. To not be able to talk about something that is so important in society. And I, I never could even say the word sex. I was so repressed. For a really long time. And I hated sex for a really long time. I couldn't orgasm for a really long time. And I always thought that any anybody that had sex openly and casually and freely was a slut. And I was better than her because I, my body count was nothing. And I was marriage material. That was my exact thinking. Holy shit. Now I'm just like, who was that girl? Who was that not confident, like, trying to fit in a mold girl? Because that ain't me, right? Who am I now? I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm still on that journey sexually. I feel like that's kind of the last sort of thing that I'm integrating in this new version of who I am into a higher self, right? Sex is always the last thing last thing to integrate I think um but it's really fun to integrate it because to find out like how open and fluid sex can be in a healthy and fun and um vital way that adds to not only your confidence but your image of yourself your self-worth your integrity how you feel in your body what all of this means and how you relate to it is so, so key. So anyways, um, 
sex work is still something that I don't understand fully and I love to deep dive into these things. I've been reading articles, I've been listening to interviews, I am so fascinated with OnlyFans and how men have kind of integrated into OnlyFans. I think it's fucking great. I think it's wonderful. Um, I think sexuality is a beautiful piece and such a vital piece to the puzzle that is humanity. And if we can find our place within that piece and how we fit, because we all play a role, right? We can make it better for the generations after us. And for me, like when I have a daughter, um, I don't plan on making her compliant or complacent in this sexually repressed culture that we've built. I don't plan on that. And I'm going to say, like, it's funny because you know, like, <clears throat> I want to talk about, like, how sex is talked about within girls versus guys, right? It's obviously a difference. I know how men talk about sex. I've been in rooms. I've been in, I've been on, in group texts I've I've had boyfriends I know what they talk about at least in my culture right and I know what women talk about in sex and I've been with really open beautiful fun confident women that talk about sex and I've been in rooms with women that don't even like <laughs> they don't even I I dealt like I, I question their um, education. I, I question their common sense. I question like how how have you had two kids? I don't I don't know. Like or or what what do you think happens when you have a kid? Right? So I've been in those rooms and then I've been in rooms where women are so battered and believe that sex is violence. And, you know, I've, I've, I've been around so many women that have so many views on sex and they're, they have to think of it themselves. They, they are, they are kind of pushed into this world where they're supposed to be okay with being sexualized and being a man's fantasy and being a procreator or, um, being entertainment or, or being a spectacle yet you're not supposed to know anything about it and if you've had sex with more than one two three seventeen nineteen twenty five thirty six people then you're known as something you're categorized as something if you ask questions about sex if you know what you want in sex you are categorized as something and it's it's just it drives me crazy and I'm going to continue to do episodes on sex. I feel like I'm, I'm, I don't do sex justice because it's such a vital, it's like a vital organ to, it's like one of the, one of the vital organs that make society up. You know, you have heartbeat, you have backbone, you have, you know, it's a chakra. It's the, the sacral chakra is, you have books and literature for centuries on Kama Sutra and the Kundalini rising and all that stuff. You have all of that to your disposal. 
spend all of this information and all of these ways on how to progressively introduce sex to people and you're and you have people that that turn a blind eye to all of it and it's and don't think that it affects them it's really weird it's really interesting and really weird and I don't get it um go watch the girlfriend experience I think it's amazing I think connection and sex go hand in hand. Yes, I consider sex a huge thing in a relationship. And I think sex, when you feel connected to, to somebody in any way, whatever that connection means to you is better and is amazing than any other way to have sex. And I think that you're going to have a connection with somebody when you're having sex anyway, whether it's platonic, whether it's like nobody fucks robots, right? You don't. You don't fuck robots. You fuck somebody with a heartbeat, with a pulse, with a personality, with something that you feel attracted to. There is a connection there. So casual sex to me is casual in the sense that there's no commitment, but there's, there's connection. Right. So I was seeing this guy and he was like, you know, I don't want anything serious, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, neither do I like, and I don't. Right. And we chilled, we talked all of that and there's connection there. Right. Like we knew it from the start. We had a physical connection. We had, um, our minds clicked and all of that stuff. And so it made it better, right? And then there was something, we were talking about something. He said, I told you that I'm not looking for anything serious. Why do and I'm just like weird because like when somebody feels a connection, it wasn't something that I was making up. He told me he felt a connection and all of that stuff. And, you know, we talk about, like I've talked about men lying and just not really, but, but I do believe that when people have sex, you connect first. You have to. You, you absolutely have to. There's a connection. There's a reason why that is something that appeals to you with that person. Whether that connection is deep or uh, only for that night or whatever it is, there is a connection. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Sorry, people that think that sex is just no connection, no feelings, no emotions involved, just sex. That's, in my opinion, that's fucking impossible. I don't believe that's, that's true and that can happen. Um, there's always going to be emotions involved. Either you're numbing it, either you're expanding them, either it's changing, either it's evolving, it's devolving. There's always emotion involved. We are emotional creatures. That is what makes us different from primal creatures, from animals, you morons. Sorry, I'm just getting mad. I'm, I'm projecting, I'm projecting. Okay, okay, okay. Take it back, take it back. Um, I love the idea of the girlfriend experience. And I love the idea of, like, high-end escorts. I don't know, like, maybe I'm just romanticizing it. I'm pretty sure I am. Um, I think sex work is such a... It can be such a dark road to go down just because of the lack of regulation, the lack of like the, the over, 
um, governing of women's bodies and uh, the laws surround sex. Sex work is such a secret society in a lot of ways. You know, sex work is reserved for people, uh, for the I think for the rich and powerful that indulge in it on the low. And if you want to make an actual business out of it these people that are doing that are taking advantage of it on the low won't it, they don't allow it because it doesn't it doesn't benefit them essentially if sex work became something above ground these people wouldn't have you know an outlet for their neuroses for their weird fantasies for their kinks they wouldn't have that part of the reason why i believe this is just my opinion but part of the reason why i believe these rich and powerful people do these types of things in secret is because of the secret part they like leading the double lives or the triple or the multiple lives they like the sneaking around they like the lying they like that they like to step away from who they think they are to be somebody else and use that as an excuse to make mistakes and do uh, bad things. And one of those bad things that usually people associate with doing bad things is sex. So if you bring that above ground, if you bring sex work into the light of day where it should be, it should be regulated, should be safe, should be progressive and fun and seen as something to pursue, to educate, to all of that stuff. If it's seen in that lens, I, I feel like the people in power, which are heavily based in religion and um, these old, old ways of living, will just implode and isn't that what we want anyway like i look at this fucking election shit that's going on right and i'm just like yo how are you not dead yet how are these how are these fucking old ass white men not dead yet how do they have the fucking stamina it's because they fuck children okay anyways i'm gonna i'm gonna go <laughs> i hope this episode was useful i don't know um i i'm intrigued and i love it and um i want to know your thoughts i want to know um how you feel about these topics i will continue to um make episodes on these topics because it's what i fucking like to do holy shit half an hour man i don't know if anybody's gonna listen to this <laughs> but i hope you do i love you peace